From the world of AV programming and control with James King, I'm Steve Greenblatt, and this is Ask the Programmer. Hey, James, I'm glad we're back and we have a episode just you and me today to uh, talk about a topic that seems to come up a lot. Uh, it's always good uh, to catch up with you, Steve, and our topics just seem to get uh, better and better, and I look forward to this one. And uh, the, what we're alluding to is uh, the whole idea of whether you're a programmer or a configurer. And while there's nothing wrong with either one, um, because I have a whole session on programming versus configuration, and there's a, a time and a place for both, and they, they're very effective, I think some people for their career and where they stand in their organization can get a little bit frustrated if they their desire and what they're trying to do to hone their craft doesn't align well with the needs of the company that they're with or the needs of their clients. So um, James, I, I know that you're, you've had a little bit of experience, uh, you know, on both sides and, and just like me, programming is really where you can flex your muscles. Um, when somebody is faced with this type of a situation, um, do they try to buck the system and, and, um, force or, or be outspoken about the fact that, that pro they want to use programming, even though configuration is a better fit for that need, or do they kind of stick with configuration do what they have to do and get really good at it and hope that there's going to be opportunities to get that programming um, experience also under their belt? Um, to me, the way I look at it is you really need to find what is best for your end user. Uh, like in my situation where I'm working for a university, whatever I'm doing needs to be beneficial for the students. If I am writing custom code and just to write custom code and it's not benefiting the students, they're not gaining a better educational experience because I'm taking, you know, let's say a day to write a code to update rooms and stuff where configurator, we can bang them all out, get them going. That's doing a disservice to our users. Um, so I'm to the point is you're not going to have one that fits the one size fit all. You need to go with you what is best for your users. Um, and if you're in a situation where configurator is best for your users, but you feel it's not best for you, then it seems like your situation needs to change. Go to get into a situation that fits your future that you're looking for. So that, I mean, I think you bring up a really good point and, and that's certainly looking at it as being kind of a, a team player and, and a company person. And, and it, it's definitely right um, to, to make sure that you're, you're doing what is, what, what fits the need best. And um, the, is there, so are you losing something by, by maybe being do it, doing one versus the other? Um, so I guess where, where 
what I've heard some people say is they they feel like they 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 um, don't have the ability to advance themselves in configuration. It kind of it it satisfies a, a certain need, and then they they really are maxed out. They they not they're not able to grow because they're they they they've learned what they needed to learn, and and because of the nature of it, it's it's easy, and it kind of it eliminates a lot of the the challenging parts of of implementation because it gives you a head start and a lot of the the, the functional pieces are already done for you. Um, it, is there is somebody missing out by not um, but by being in that environment too much? Um, I would say yes and no. Um, I, I, I know I'm, it sounds like I'm giving a political well, answer here, you know, pleasing all avenues. But the way I look at it is I'm always, I've always used this hashtag of always be learning or always learning. If you're wanting to expand your horizon, but your work environment is all configurator and you know that inside and out, then you need to find a pet project to, you know, expand your knowledge. Because you should be always learning. Once you become stagnant in the ways you do things, you get stuck in the mud, and then your morale drops. Your then your quality of that you're providing to your end users is suffering, and then we go back to the whole thing of our end users are then you're doing a disservice to them. So I definitely think you need to find challenges that are always advancing you you got to get the job done you got to get the room code whatever is fixed and going but you also need to be able to flex your muscle and just like uh, our physical muscles our brain needs to work if we don't you know work out our muscles they're not going to grow you're not going to get stronger you're not going to go improve same with our brain if you're not fletching it you're not working it it's going to become segment and you're going to kind of just be a, a bump on a log. Yeah. I, I, and I, and I think a lot of there, there are some that are happy um, being very comfortable and being very good at something. And, and there are some that it's, that's just, that's just frustrating. So it, it, it does depend on who you are and what your personality is. Cause quite honestly, configuration can be a nice, nice job. You, you, you know, it, it works. You get it to work every time, no stress, no fuss. It's um, it, there, there aren't that many variables. Um, and, and when it doesn't work, you can usually look to somebody else, um, that being the manufacturer, the software provider to, to help solve that versus programming is more open-ended, um, a lot more variables, and a lot, lot more potential challenges that you'll that, that you'll incur when you do it, because you you're you're almost you're you're jumping in the deep end. You you know you don't have the uh, the safety net to work with as much. Um, I, I think one of the things that I found that that is that that can be uh, a little misleading are people that do take maybe a program template and continue to modify that from time to time. Now they're doing programming and they're making the system work, 
but they're really almost um, real kind of skating on thin ice because they don't really understand the code that they're working with because they may not have written it. They may have been given it and been told, hey, just take this, modify it a little bit and, and work with it. The, the issue comes in, and this is what I say is, is usually the kind of separates the, um, the, those who are um, really skilled versus those who are novices. Uh, what do you do when it doesn't work? Because that that's that's always the hard part, and and you know whether whether that's something that you're you're writing code, you're configuring, or even a, a um, DIY project such as maybe some uh, um, home automation. Uh, it, it's great when it works, and the set you follow the steps and the setup it leads you to the result you're looking for. But when it doesn't, there there are aren't that many things that you that are within your realm to be able to do to fix it. Yes, I, that definitely can become frustrating. And I think when you run into situations like that, um, that's where you need to flex your muscles and work your brain and learn to develop a workaround for that. So if you are doing a home automation or if you're using configurator in your uh, environment and it's not meeting your needs well you're getting the job done you, you kind of think of it as like a um you're buying a house and the house is moving ready that's your configurator it's moving ready you can get going until you can learn or improve your code to meet what you need the room to do so you get the configurator code out there you get it working your environment's going and now you're flexing your muscle you're developing your code and once that is fully baked you can roll that out into your spaces so what you're saying and, and it's an interesting concept is you can get a room up and running with configurator uh, or a con configured solution, let's call it. I don't not, let's we won't talk about brands, but but you can get a room up and running to know it works. And then if you want, as you mentioned, to learn some things to, to hone your craft or advance your skills, you can almost write the same code for that system uh, from scratch in a programmed environment and, and see if the system still works the same way. That, that, that's actually an interesting concept because you've proven out the design and you know that the room can work and you, you actually have a fallback with your configured solution. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and definitely start small and build onto it. Kind of this year, um, I did that with the holiday lights at my house where currently at my mom's house and my brother used to do it all the time and he ran with a uh, raspberry pi computer program the, all the lights and he hasn't for a while so i asked if i could take over this year and he say sure no problem and he gave me all his equipment and i'm like okay i haven't done this yet so i started small i took a couple of his displays put them out i learned the system now i got the system working now I'm advancing on it. I'm adding the features I want and making changes where I need to be. 
And, and I guess similar to what we talked about in past episodes, the idea is getting it, get, getting something working and learning to do it one way is great. And once you know how that works, see if there's other ways that you can approach it and also see maybe share your code with somebody and see how they would handle it versus how you handled it, I guess, are, are good ways to learn as well. Yeah, I, I definitely, that is a nugget I took from our last guest we had, Steven, there is doing the code review. Um, I'm trying to figure out how that would be uh, best served in my environment with me being an own programmer. So like we talked about, I might have to reach out to outside sources, but being able to provide peer review of the code, I think is very beneficial and to learn and help people grow. Absolutely. Yeah, I can see that being extremely valuable. And, and uh, it, one of the things that going back to, you know, also past conversations about education in the industry and how do people advance their skills and how and, and where do you go to learn? I, I think learning from others that have either been in your place or maybe come at it from a whole different angle, maybe higher ed um, learns from corporate or or maybe, you know, company that is in the position that mine is in gets to see a whole variety of solutions and, and be in uh, very many situations. And I think that's one of the reasons why we get our skills um, as quickly developed as we do, but it also is hard to, to be, to, to uh, excel in that environment because everything is very different and the people that you work with can be different, even though there there's repeat business, there's also uh, a, a very big variety and a wide spectrum of solutions and situations that you deal with. Oh yeah. hundred um, percent agree with that. I guess in wrapping up for today, um, you know, I, I think the, there, there are definitely some, uh, some people that are challenged with the situation. Is there anything that you would offer? Um, and is, you know, for, as far as a recommendation to somebody that, that wants to be able to do more or, you know, other, other than looking for a new environment to be in, you know, you know, how, 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 how do, um, do you other than tinkering find, find ways to, uh, to evolve? Um, I would say probably the best bet is get a test environment going where you can develop a proof concept. Cause if you are a configurator house, you want to, you feel that custom coding is better for your users and stuff. The only way administration is going to listen is if you can show them proof, proof of concept. Um, so show it to them develop something uh we all have spare equipment around we all have some little space you can throw some equipment in set that up and show your boss your administration the buy-in from your users what you can do and where it can be beneficial to your environment if you're working higher ed or if you're working corporate show them the beneficial because Unfortunately, users are people who want to see things. They don't want to be told things. They want to see it. They want to experience. Uh, 
Um, so you have to give it to them. I love that. I think that's, that's, that's a great, great idea. And I may even require taking, a, taking it apart a little bit, because as we said previously, the end result may look the same, but you have to go under the hood a little to talk about why one way is more beneficial than the other. And it may not be within this uh, particular application, but when you start to scale or when you have to do modifications or, or just in being able to be more accommodating to changes and users needs. So that I, I love, I think that's, that's a great insight. Um, how can people get in touch with you, learn more what you're up to and continue this conversation? Um, I'm, I would love to continue the conversation with any of our listeners. So definitely uh, reach out. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, AV underscore James King. Usually Steve and I are commenting on the AV and the AM uh, stuff. So that's a great way to get the conversation rolling as well. I'm on Twitter uh, or on LinkedIn, but I'm not there much. Uh, James King. I do write the IT and AV column for the Hyatt Digital Magazine. So I'm over there as well. And for me, you can reach me at Steve Greenblatt on social media. And I do some writing for AV Network and AV Technology Magazine, as well as my company blog at controlconcepts.net. And um, some podcasting with uh, AV Nation on State of Control. So please check those out. But more importantly, uh, let us know what you think of the show. Leave us some comments, some feedback. Uh, reach out with ideas. We're always looking for new voices, new thoughts, and we welcome guests. So if you want to be a part of it and join this conversation, and if you wouldn't mind sharing the episodes, we'd very much value that. You could find it, uh, find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. And with that, this has been Ask the Programmer.